0: This is No Stop Lights with Ken R. I want to thank our sponsors, Mickey Fins, Marlboro PD Electric, Carolina Bank, Pepsi of Florence. I, I, I don't know that podcasts need to necessarily have a theme, but, but I, I guess the theme of this particular podcast, um, if we could be arrogant as to um, say it's worthy of a theme, would be the, the skepticism required of your own opinion. I am highly skeptical of anybody that tells me anything. I mean, I become very cynical. I become almost a damn conspiracy theorist, to be honest with you. I kind of traffic in conspiracy theories. And as the old saying goes, I need a new conspiracy theory t-shirt because all my old ones came true. Um, But, but I want to concentrate on what we believe, what, what we fundamentally believe in and why we believe in and why we believe it's worthy of, of the trust that we place in these um in these issues, we for a week have tried to reasonably process the issue in in uh in Israel, and I'm talking about the horrific acts of Abbas over the weekend, um, the slaughtering of innocent Jews, the beheading of innocent Jewish children, um, the lack of condemnation by certain elected officials in America. Um, but but then you've got to address okay, if I believe. Um that you know, this side has more, this side has the higher ground uh, than this side. Why do I believe that? And and, and I want to say this, my adherence to a biblical worldview probably does skew my judgment when it comes to Israel and Holy Land and and God's chosen people. I am a professing Christian. I believe in the Old and New Testament. Uh, I believe in the God of Abraham. I believe that, um, King David, at about 1,000 BC, um, but basically authorized Jerusalem to be a city under under Jewish rule. But but I also accept the fact that of the, I mean, there there, there are probably more people in the world. Uh, what six and a half billion, seven billion people in the world? Roughly three billion have a um, you know, a, a Judeo-Christian worldview. Uh, they would call themselves Christians. I understand the difference in Jews and Christians. I understand. Um, that, you know, the, um, I don't know, the, the worldviews are basically not one of the same, but they're very similar to one another until it gets to Jesus. And I understand that the Jews recognize Jesus as a um, quite the prophet, and Christians recognize him as the son of God. He is a savior. Um, and that's a pretty big um, fork in the road there. One goes to a, a pretty cool prophet, the other goes to um, savior of the world. And, and you know, God in, in human flesh I, you know but but let's let, let's stay here for one second so let's agree that it's complicated and there are no completely and totally right answers um, I do believe that it's worthy of being critical of Jews and the way they've addressed uh, some of the issues of Palestinians and I'm talking about uh, I mean, I'm willing to put on the table apartheid and occupation. I'm willing to put on the table a two-state solution. Why? Because I'm not that damn sure of my own opinion. I mean, I just said that I believe my opinion is more forcefully shaped by my biblical worldview than the rest of the world believes is deserving. I'll accept that as part of my uh, imperfect view. I, my ascribing to a biblical worldview does certainly not exempt Jews from making mistakes and being wrong and mistreating Palestinians. I don't know um, the most horrific example of Jews' treatment of Palestinians. I don't profess to know. Um, I I do know that for about four or 500 years, the Ottoman Empire controlled the city of Jerusalem, probably the the epicenter of the Christian faith. And I understand that the majority of Ottoman imperialists were um, Islamic. So, so I accept that Jerusalem has a a certain and special meaning to not just Jews and Christians, but Muslims as well. I understand to some degree the complications of uh, Jews and and Muslims. I, you know, I, I think there's a um a, a great historical story to be told um there. So, so I'm not here to proclaim the Jews are blameless and everything lies on the Palestinians for electing. Hamas is their you know official government and you get what you deserve and if innocent Palestinians are to be slaughtered then that's just um, that's the price you pay for allowing a government like Hamas which is a terrorist organization and I want to make clear Hamas is not a militant organization they're not freedom fighters they're terrorists they're cold-blooded killers they're barbarians and uh, and, the, and the Palestinians chose to elect them as their government now under what circumstance I don't live in Palestine I don't live in in the Gaza Strip I don't know, if someone shows up at your door with a ballot and a machete or a ballot and a machine gun. And I don't know what I would do if I were a Palestinian and somebody knocked on my door and said, it's time to vote. Here's the ballot and here's a machete or here's, um you know, here's Hamas and, and the machine guns. I mean, it's easy to say from afar what you should or should not do. But, but my point is this, and, and this is where I guess I, you know, dig into the American public a little bit and the public in general around the world. Um, I, I'm guilty as charged. I'll level with you. When the news broke last Friday that there was uh, uh, another instance of violence in the Middle East, uh, I'm waiting on the Braves to play. I'm waiting on college football. I'm from the South, man. Nothing gets in the way of of the pomp and circumstance and pageantry of college football. Uh, Israel and the Palestinians have to wait until Monday when I get back to work and try to better understand it. So I'm as guilty as anybody of being a bit nonchalant. And just assuming, hey, this is another kerfuffle. I mean, this is another you know um, chapter of the book of you know uh, political and civic unrest in uh, in, the, in the Palestinians Jewish story. So so let's let's kind of um I mean it begins with God of Abraham, right? Uh, you know there's references to the Holy Land and uh, you know the the I'll bless those that bless you and curse those that curse you. Um, uh, King David, we just mentioned him. Um, the two-state solution. Uh, the British Mandate, and by the British Mandate, for those not familiar with the, with the history, the League of Nations basically deferred to the, the British. to ba- I mean, they, the, the British were kind of famous for colonization. Anyway, so, so the, I mean, I, I'm, I'm in, this is Uh The British basically, or excuse me, the League of Nations basically said, hey, those British are good at colonization, deciding who gets what, uh, and then, you know, most lands are settled via conquest. I mean, to the victor go the spoils. We we don't like saying that. We like to believe there's great diplomacy and and reasonable people sit around a table and that's how these countries are divided. That's why the border is here. Well, the river is here, or you know, or the mountain range is here. Well, I mean, that's just not the case. The majority of land in the history of the world has been settled by by conquest. Uh, we live in a second, a post Second World War uh, world. Uh, Israel was officially proclaimed the Jewish state in May of 1948, I think, uh, when President Truman, uh, talking about a consequential president, President Truman decided to drop two atomic bombs and declared Israel the official, I think it's the first world leader to declare Israel uh, an official state or the Jewish state in, in 1948. So, so the point I want to make is it's extremely complicated, and if anybody says it's not, they're disingenuous, or just lack the intellectual curiosity necessary to understand the complications uh, within, but, but, but it it's still, it, it has to be, I mean, I, I would expect America. Uh, and I, I don't know if we're more humane uh, than other nations. I don't know if we get it right more than other nations, but, but the one, I mean, the life liberty and the pursuit of happiness is a reflection on inalienable rights, uh, human dignity, uh, if you really go back before America, there was not a celebration of human dignity. I mean, it was, um, it was you know, people by and large living in bondage, under control of a king, a dictatorship, a monarch, and along came America. And one of our celebratory, uh, I don't know, one of the issues we rallied around was human rights and human dignity. And, you know, I would expect a country that celebrates that as part of its Constitution and its Declaration of Independence and its Bill of Rights to to have honest debates about land settlements and boundaries and borders and and you know what to do about terrorism. I mean, they, they're they're very honest and fundamental disagreements about the Palestinian Jewish arrangement. Should Gaza be bigger? Should the Palestinians have been displaced during the British mandate? Um, should the West Bank? Uh, you know well i mean uh, th- th- those are complicated and 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 century old issues that we're not going to solve in a 15 20 minute podcast we just aren't but but the one thing i thought we could agree on despite our disagreements about israel despite maybe your 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 misalignment with what truman did in 1948 um m- maybe you understand king david and and the God of Abraham, maybe you have a biblical worldview, maybe you don't. But but I I would I would absolutely expect Americans and people around the world for that matter to have opinions, passionate opinions on what should happen here, what should happen there, what should have happened then, what should happen now. But but it it it, it, it befuddles me and alarms me that there are elected officials in the United States of America. The country that professes to celebrate human dignity, human liberation, uh, you know the human advancement, but the cause of human advancement more than anybody in the history of mankind. It, it alarms me that when given the opportunity, members of Congress were not asked whether the line should be here, whether the British made a mistake at the mandate, whether the Ottoman Empire um, should have been followed by a more reasonable. Uh, you know uh, dividing of the land once again those are very legitimate and fair debates and I don't have the answer to that I mean I have an opinion and I just admitted my opinion is probably more shaped by the biblical worldview than than it should be but but I'm being candid I'm being honest I I have that belief that belief is an anchor and tenant in my life and I do um I do believe That that the God of Abraham, and I do believe in in King David, and I do believe that Jerusalem is the epicenter of um, my faith in in the hereafter. But 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 I just and I go back to the alarm. So I'm not alarmed by any of that. I'm not. I mean, I'm concerned about it, and I'm interested in it, and I'm provoked by uh, the, the intellectual curiosity necessary to try and debate some of these issues. But but the one thing that I find most alarming or found most alarming was when members of Congress were offered an opportunity to not decide where the boundary should be, to not decide whether the Palestinians have been more mistreated than the Jews had, whether Israel had a right to exist, whether a Jewish state was authorized by, you know, the United Nations. And uh, we've mentioned all these apartheid, occupation, two-state solution, Hamas, Hezbollah, um, the, the i mean the 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 holocaust and i mean all these are critical elements to the i guess never ending debate and one of the most consequential episodes in in, in world history but i never imagined that the country who professes to genuinely be concerned about the plight of human beings um innocent lives we were told matter more in America than they do in some of the countries of bondage. But when given the opportunity, members of Congress, sitting members of the United States Congress, r- r- once again, the question was not, "Hey, uh, do you support Phil- uh, the Palestinians? Do you support the Israelis? Do you support, you know, the West Bank here and the West Bank there, Gaza Strip here, Gaza Strip there? Um, do you support, you know, well, what should we do about Iran and them giving a hundred million dollars and the six billion dollars that Biden? I mean, th- those are very fair." And consequential geopolitical affairs that America is immensely, enormously involved in. But but in closing, my concern to the point of being alarmed is members of Congress being unwilling to condemn the barbaric slaughtering, mutilating, um, butchering of innocent Jewish children and infants. I mean that 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 is beyond the pale, and I mean it's on the record. For forget some of the Twitter accounts by BLM and their support of Palestine. I wonder if they can understand some of the historical context of, you know, what it means to say, I stand with Palestine. I wonder how many of these people who tweet their support of Palestine understand the Palestinians elected Hamas as their official government. But we've got members of Congress, when given an opportunity, to condemn the slaughtering and butchering and beheading of Jewish children and infants, refused to do so. And these are members of Congress who never have a problem commenting on anything. One member in particular, you know, let's indict the SOB. When given the opportunity, I will. And this person has been given uh, an opportunity to condemn, condemn the butchering of innocent Jewish children and infants, and they took a pass. And that's where we are in America today. I welcome diversity. I welcome equality. I welcome different opinions. I think debate and dialogue are essential to where we are but but if we have become a place that is not united and in unanimous support of condemning the butchering and and subhuman treatment of innocent lives then you know maybe we're not a country that exists today to follow a constitution or a bill of rights or a declaration of of independence and i don't want to call anybody anybody by now you certainly entitled to your opinion I, i just think wow but I mean, is that who we've become um, today?